Hey, dude. Yep. You want to play some music? Yes. Could we do something that's like, it like starts kind of like one finger snap, mm. and then there's like a, a like a, yep. And then there's like a crisp Lydian triad situation at a certain point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's just like straight burnout. And we're going to need all of that with a vest and a fanny pack. Oh, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Jazz. Explain. Explain. And reminisce. And reminisce. <laughs> Peter, I'm so excited about today. We've never talked about these artists, but we're, today we're listening to the Brecker Brothers. Yes. Before we listen to the Brecker Brothers, some skunk funk, uh, you should know that this podcast is brought to you by Open Studio. Go to OpenStudioJazz.com for all your jazz lesson <laughs> needs. This came out of, we were talking about, it's funny because we were talking about doing this song, like listening to this song, reacting to this song, and then you went on the jazz cruise and you actually hung with a little bit Randy Brecker. Yes, always a pleasure to see The great Randy Brecker. The great Randy Brecker. Great to see Mr. Brecker. Such a such a funny guy, Dude. such a talented guy, obviously. Obviously. And uh, such a link with this really influential band. And we're going to listen to a 1992 version that I was actually in attendance at. You I were mean, at the show? Yes, I was at the show. And Randy Brecker said that he, does he, is he a podcast listener? He's just, he's, just he's aware a podcast, of our, friend of the pod. Oh, we got to get him on the that's pod. That's so weird, man. I was, I wanted to ask him when he said, he's like, yeah, I'm always listening to you and Adam, or he might've said other guy. I can't that's remember. good. Other guy's fine. Very, I'll take other guy from Randy he, Brecker. He, he really enjoyed it. And, um, but we were thinking I wanted to do this episode anyway. So it was more coincidental that I ran into him there and got to see him. Um, and so, yeah, I'm going to take you back to a time, Adam. Okay. A time <laughs> when <laughs> this is, a, <laughs> remember that from Wayne's world? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So this is an exciting time because okay, like we might seem like, you know, compatriots, contemporaries okay. of each other's friends, right. which we are all those things now. Yeah, yeah, but I'm going to yeah. take you back to a year when we were none of that. Okay. 1990. Two. Oh, I was just a, I was a boy. Exactly, but I was a man. Oh, See? okay, all right. <laughs> we got to go back then to find that demark. I was a young a man. Earlier. I was a, I was a thirteen year old man. Yeah, you were not yeah. a man yet, yeah. and I was barely a man. I was twenty one. I was fully uh, legally drinking at that point. Yeah, p- perhaps. Um, I was still playing with Transformers, probably. <laughs> right. If I'm being honest. So 1992, North Sea Jazz Festival. This was like the second time I got to go on a tour of Europe. I was with a little group called the Jazz Futures. Amazing. Um, and that's why I was at North Sea Jazz Festival. We played there. And I remember seeing Brecker. Well, I saw him a couple times on this tour. And it was kind of a big deal because it was you said like- 92? 92. Shout 92. out Ross Perot. Hey, remember that guy? <laughs> really? Yeah, very, kind <laughs> so, of. I just remember that election. Yeah, was so, that 92? Yeah, I think okay. so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. uh, how'd that go? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, seeing how things are now, not great. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, but this was a big deal when that band reunited because the record, I don't know, like, I, I wasn't closely, like, following a lot of it, but, like, when I sort of first got into jazz and, like, trying to do stuff, Good friend, friend of the pod, Jeremy Davenport, trumpeter, um, and good friend of mine growing up. And, you know, Chris Thomas, Todd Williams, our whole little gang, Dave Berger, Mark Peterson, Steve Kirby, shout out all the St. Louis guys. But uh, Jeremy had this record called uh, The Brecker Brothers, their original one with that really cool design, the LP. And I remember hearing the song and I was like, I didn't really know what fusion, I mean, I kind of did because I was like, I'd heard some weather report a little bit. And I'd heard some jazz and some, I don't know. But I remember this record, I was just like, what the F are they doing? I had not heard Secrets yet. I'd heard Herbie Hancock's Rocket record, which is a little bit different than anything else he did before that. That's not really fusion. No, no. it's more like kind of 
hip hoppy poppy. It's a pop, it's a pop yeah. track. Um, but I remember hearing uh, that record, and like for some reason, we were like with our crappy little band that. So no, I'd heard Chameleon. Like we were we were playing that in our little band. I remember that. So I'd heard some Herbie from that period. But uh, we were like, let's try to learn skunk, some skunk funk. Yeah. Interesting <laughs> like, how that go. We got a chart, like a pack yeah. of charts to this. And like it was like unplayable, unreadable by us. Yeah, of course. Uncom- no com- context. No <laughs> I mean, we had the record. So and then the chart was wrong, so we're trying to, but I mean it was one of the most advanced, exhilarating, and just kind of crazy, but grooving and like just over the top, like it's do jazz. Yeah, it's do jazz. Yeah, was, yeah. I didn't know what do jazz was, but it was do and I also didn't know what cocaine and, jazz was. <laughs> I didn't know what coke was at the and time. And that's no disrespect. <laughs> it's all it's a whole subgenre. It is. It's just for dudes. It's, and that's not a gender. That's just you but, know, if you're you're a dude, well, I'll you say know this. you're a dude. Right. Do jazz is just for dudes unless you hit a high level. Then everybody kind of likes it yeah so you got to really go you got to work harder though i would say that the record brothers that's high level do jazz for sure it, exactly 100%. it's the highest of the high. yeah. but that record so when they came back together i it was like a big deal and what we're going to listen to um is some skunk funk live of course randy brecker trumpet uh mike brecker his brother of course uh saxophone and then this is really cool michael brecker by the way we lost way too soon exactly way too exactly. soon tragically and one of the one great of the, musicians of his one of his the greats era. one of the huge influences i mean on the saxophone and beyond yeah, man all, for all the sure. musicians i know i mean like james genus who's a good friend for many years i actually met him right around this summer like around the time of this gig that summer first time i met james great bass player out of um the Virginia Beach, not Virginia Beach. What do they call that? Newport News. Those little. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Hampton. Know. He's from Hampton, Virginia. I don't know too many musicians that aren't influenced at some level by Michael Brecker, yeah. even if they don't know it. Right. But I remember James talking about that. Everybody who worked with Brecker, and then yeah. that whole you know Brecker, uh, Chris Potter connection, and Brand from Mars. I mean, all you know. Yeah. But um, it was a cool band because James was like by far the young. He was like the young gun in this, and we were like, damn, who's this guy playing with the Brecker brothers? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Put it back together. And this particular version, I know Dennis Chambers was playing when I saw him one time, but this one has uh, Dave Weckl. Shout out St. Shout Louis out St. Own. Louis's own Dave Weckl. Great, great, incredible drummer. Um, and then George Witte on the keys. George Witte. George Witte. One of our colleagues in uh, online music right, education. one of the best jazz piano uh, yeah, go courses check out George over on Witte's, Artist Works. Witte's courses on Artist Works. Yeah. yeah. Well, check out Open Studio first. And then Mike Stern. Mike Stern. Classic. You know what I mean? So this is yeah. like, let's just listen to a him. young Mike Stern probably. A young Mike. Everybody yeah. was kind of young. Cool. Yeah. Too. Ah. Ah. You know, I always they have that sibling thing, man. Oh, man. You know how it, you know how sisters when they sing together, yeah. they blend seamlessly. They yeah. got that kind of the phrasing. That, it's, it's like incredible. they're. Fr- I mean, you think they were like, all right, staccato on this. Yeah, and- the Marsalises have that too. Definitely. They, I was yeah. going to say this reminds me of Winton and Branford from the same period. Yeah, the way that or a yeah. couple, you know, a couple years before this, totally. but the way they would play together, but also like. It's little shades of Miles Davis and Kenny Garrett, perhaps. Oh, okay. You yeah. know, like the way they would play stuff yeah, together. Yeah. But just, I mean, talk about the effortless, like way they're grooving, and it's interesting because I remember effortless. when I heard this, I was trying to figure out like swing, rock, gr- like what what it was, and like 
the, the lines are kind of swinging, but it's very like, I mean, it's just a yeah, hard like backbeat and like, you know, it's almost like a rock groove. Totally. But they're floating. That's the Weckl special, bud. That is the Weckl special. Yeah, but no the one way does it better. But the way they're phrasing this, what would you, would you call that swinging? Check it out. Yeah, for sure. Okay, sorry. Using my space bar. So I was saying like, it reminds me of One Finger Snap. Right. Right. But it's so fast that yeah. you're not going to be syncopating the dunk. You're not going to be able to syncopate the eighth note or the sixteenth note. But where they're where they're phrasing it is syncopated. Right. And we would be remiss if we didn't mention. Look at that high level. And I actually told Randy Brecker when I saw him. I was like, man, I was just watching the bum because they just re released this There's great a black gig. leather I, bum bag. I told him, I remember I remembered Dag. it. And I was like, you were wearing a fanny pack. He's like, yeah, I had a lot of them back then. That's Dude, I mean, but he's rocking it. Look and he's got that. it the right play. You got it like, that little I mean, down we just, low. He, he would fit in in Yusef Day's band. <laughs> he totally would. You know? Yeah. What a cop his whole look. Yeah. Uh. Mike Stern doesn't age. Yeah. Still looks like that. He does. Yeah. And just uh. to say, I mean, I totally agree with what you're saying in terms of like two bro two siblings playing together, but I think that's like 10%, 20% of a baby. Like the way, like their ability. Yeah. They're, they're, they're incredible they're technical both masters, ability. Yeah. But then they're like ability to phrase within the groove. And like when you talk to Randy Brecker, he's such a, like, that's the way he is. Yeah, too. totally. And Mike Brecker was like that. It's, it's a super cool thing. Shout out James Jean, a young James Jean. Are we gonna show him? All right, here's our Lydian triad. Oh, yeah. There's Weckle. Yeah, there's Venus. Weckle. Weckle. I remember those red sticks they used yeah. to sell on the Mazingo music. Range up. Oh, watch. So, I remember that's like I learned that first part, and then it was, then it was a little bit downhill. And if you're watching, if you still have that watch, let me know because I will. <laughs> it's a killer. Watch. I will buy that. Man, they, they, the whole thing, the glasses, yeah. the hat, the whole thing matches, and just it, 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 it's it, they're killing it. They're killing, killing it. it. Uh. Dude, come on. He's going into his record stuff. <laughs> Nobody does it better. Look at that suit. Oh. Oh. I always found Michael Brecker's solos like for Ooh. all instruments incredibly yeah. transcribable very he's much crystal Agreed. clear even right. though it's not so what's going on you got to have some technical ability yeah, yeah. it is crystal clear like there's you can hear a, everything right. there's yeah. a there's a logic yeah. like the way he weaves these great improvisational melodies within you know the harmony and the and the time yeah you, there's, there's a whole lot you can learn check out what dave welcome that's some incredible comping and kind of for you know foresight into what he's going to how Brecker's going to play. Like, normally, I don't like this stuff of where you play what you know they're going to play, but he does it so well. It works. Check it out. Oh. And then he turns it over. Sometimes predictable can be good when you're that good. Oh. 
Weckl also like insanely relaxed doing some crazy shit. Uh. You were in the crowd here. Yeah. So I actually, I think we were over by the side. So check out Weckle when he's like, I don't know if he was doing this earlier. The backbeats like anticipated every other one. See, I be hearing that kind of stuff. That's why we call this You'll Hear It. Check it out. I don't know if he only does it on this part. Uh, down, up, down, up. Right? Yeah, uh, George Woody's going with him on that beat here in the chords. Everyone's probably like, yeah, I heard that from the beginning. Woo! Okay, you're talking about transcribing something. The way he went out of time at the beginning of that phrasing and went up and then came down yeah. in time. Check yeah. it. Oh. His time is so precise. Floating. That is a master of precision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at that. <laughs> Baby genus. Wow. We just saw him with Herbie this uh, past summer. That's fall, actually. Oh, look at the earring in an earring. Amazing. Woo. Sun's out, gun's out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh. Louise. High energy mark? This is usually the part where my wife asks if we can leave. I know, exactly. Most of the women ask to leave. But they all like the drum. (laughs) They love the drum. Bracker. The beat has drifted one click. Nah, so solid. Yeah, yeah. That's so effective. Can you pause it? So, like, look at those Tascan Blue of the Eights in the background. Can you pause it for a second? I know, there's a ton of them. Uh, what he just did that yeah. like so we've been listening to four minutes of this like double time 16 though right and it'll just like take it back for 20 yeah. seconds and just like let it lay back in that yeah. pocket even after he himself has already kind of established that 16th note line brilliant stuff totally. there so effective by yeah. the way easy thing to do james got like an octaver on October, yeah, yeah, something. This would be a fun band to be in, yeah. wouldn't it? Oh man. You're gonna be hitting that. 
One thing they never said this way. Let's sleep out on the stone floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, man! <laughs> and what is the... What is the cable budget for this band? <laughs> it must be enormous. Just all the chords. So can I can we stop for a second? Yeah. So so there's something that's going on in a lot of these solos, man. We've never really talked about, or we don't I don't think we talk about it enough, but he just did that um um like that sort of like single note thing that you can yeah. do on the trumpet, and then we heard um maybe it with a different fingering. With a different yeah. fingering, we heard Michael Brecker actually do the same yeah. similar thing on the tenor saxophone. Uh, I was just watching a, a great YouTuber who's a, a, a orchestration YouTuber mm. and talk about like the different elements that you can use when you're arranging or orchestrating something and there's a whole subcategory that's effects mm. right and like we we use right. all the time and we don't really talk about it as its own category but those kind of effects that yes. they were just using like so you've got this like you know these like 16th note like burning lines you've got that halftime thing that we talked about yep. and you've got these effects that all the musicians are using yep. to an incredible effect yep. but it's like such a, a such a useful category and it's so specific to each instrument too every like instrument you is different your instrument. totally like, like yeah, Stern was doing some of the good ones we talk about have you ever you, if you want to make any other musician laugh as a pianist do the casino lick thing because right. they can't do that right to just do this thing but that's right. an effect or for us like something like a tremolo Right. Would be an effect, or there's all sorts of things. And that thing, like, we can do that, but it's not effective. It's like, not the same. Because they're using a different finger, so the notes are actually, they're a little bit tuned, a little they have a little uh, textural difference or something. Totally. Yeah. But I just wanted to point that out, that, like, yeah. of all these things, there's that subcategory, and when that when that orchestrator mentioned that, and that's a great yeah. effect, right? Guitarists have loads of this yeah, stuff. Yeah, they yeah. have effects pedals, but they also <laughs> have, like, right. things. But, uh, but, but, if you think about it as its own category, it can be a kind of helpful device because you're like, okay, well, I need some of these things yes. like, as a collection, as you would like chords or melodies yeah, or whatever. it's another tool in the toolbox. But I think I think when a lot of times they get a bad rap because people are like, oh, they're gimmicks. They're gimmicks if you if you use them before you're really good. You know? yeah. I mean, not, you don't have to be really well, good, but if you, if you rely on them. If you're great players like these guys are, you can incorporate them into the flow and the trajectory of the music. If you rely yeah. on them solely, I think solely, you can right. rely on them as a tool to use. Like, yeah. like even even an effect like like well, first of all, any kind of but big but no, but like the glissando. Sometimes people use it as like an escape hatch. Like they totally. don't know what they're doing, then they're like, <laughs> yeah. like help. <laughs> but I've seen like people like Harry Connick use it yeah. to an amazing art artistic effect. Or yeah. even you think about McCoy Tyner's like left hand bombs. Yeah. That's an effect, right. but it's like it's yep. so effective the way he uses it. Hence the word effect, effective. Okay. Hello. Yeah. I don't know if it's A or an E. Okay. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very Weckle phrase there. Ah. Ah. Dude. And if you want, folks, go check the same band out with Dennis Chambers from the same year. It's a different thing. Man. Cool, cool. That Wessel Cowbell thing. Yeah, man. I love it.
get wet on the show. Yeah. He's right down the street. Like, well, 20 miles. Well, you know. They're playing very high. Okay. Shout out to the North Sea Jazz Festival. Exactly. Yeah. Great recording. North Sea's putting up some some really cool stuff. You can follow their um, YouTube channel. You know what's great about that? What? Like that was a lot of hard, complicated stuff. They pretty much. Were, I was gonna say they were at like ninety nine point nine percent, but I couldn't find a point nine that they weren't accurate. So I mean, precision is off the charts. Accurate. Precision is off the charts. They precision were, is very all, all of them. They were killing it. Every yeah. single one of them. It's precision crazy. is off the charts. Yeah, yeah. It's nuts. Technique, groove, and dudisms. Dude. <laughs> dude. Till next time. You'll hear it. Dude hear dude hear it? <laughs> dude. No. Dude perfect. <laughs> oh. <laughs>